Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Welcome everybody, this is Joe from StartupRad.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany, bringing you another special about COVID-19 in the widest sense from StartupRate.io from April 14th, 2020. Originally, I want to bring you a special podcast edition every week for COVID-19, but it turns out the entrepreneurs are busy and there's not a lot essential to tell each week. So I'll keep to it as long as there's something of essence to tell. And most likely next week, I'll give you another update. For now, I do have a returning guest because here is also something in petto for startups struck by COVID-19. I would like to welcome Johannes again. You may remember him as the CEO and co-founder of Crowdesk, a startup of the month we had earlier this year here. Uh, welcome. Hi, Jörn and all the startup radio uh, audience. Thanks for having me completely our pleasure for everybody who's watching this interview and sees few glitches we went through every imaginable glitch during our 40 40 minute setup time from calls from family uh to problems with lighting to problems of jumping headset sounds internet connection everything we just hope this one is going to be very good Johannes, um, to wrap it up pretty briefly, we are both from uh, the same area, Rheinisch Hessia, Rheinhessen, very nice area here in Germany, not too far away from Frankfurt, approximately one hour by car. You found a Crowddesk, which originally started out as a white labeling service for crowdfunding platforms, but we are now here today due to another product you guys have, right? Sure, sure, yeah, we... We we challenged ourselves what we can do in this in the current crisis and how can we, as a small software uh, developer or development company, help with our software, help the struggling startups, the struggling companies in in the region in the in the in the crisis we everybody's in it and everybody shares the same problem and that's why we decided to. Um, reduce the price of our of our, one of our products to yeah to very low um, and actually it's to zero so that every company every startup can can make use of our um of our it's called a crowdesk starter product what type of service you're giving away uh, actually it's um pretty simple service sure behind there's a lot of complexity but um we may our our mission is to make that looking make make uh, make that process look very easy um with us you can every company that ha that owns a website can include an invest now button on the website and start funding um, from their network, from their clients, from their customers, from family and friends. So everybody that wants to keep that company going from a restaurant around the corner to, yeah, actually startups. That's probably the reason why we are talking about um, what, we are, what we are talking about. Um, 
because um, and what they need for that is sure a website, then they need our software that covers the whole funding process, all the legal stuff, um, all the uh, and it needs contracts. And we even convinced our our law firms that produces the contracts for each and every um, funding to to give that contracts away for free. So the whole funding that normally costs um, a couple of hundred euros up to uh, to a couple of thousand euros is now totally for free for companies who are affected by the COVID-19 crisis. Which is basically right now everybody, right? <laughs> sure, that's, that's very hard to, to, to distinguish between those who aren't and those who are, um, I think we all share the same the same fate at the moment, you're right. So basically to get this straight, there is a startup, it has a website, you have a little button, invest now, you put it on the website and basically everybody who visits, visits the website can click on the button and basically they can start a crowdfunding campaign for the startup or participate in the crowdfunding campaign for the startup and basically this is a debt instrument they are raising the startup right yeah they are pretty um from the, the process here you described is, is actually um quite correct um the the thing you do as a startup you come to us you <laughs> you um uh, you apply for for that um, for the free version. Um, normally, who is affected, who, who isn't? Yeah, you're right. This is almost everyone. Um, if that fulfills the criteria we set up, you can find that on our website, um, crowdtest.de/slash/crowdtest versus corona. That's how we call the campaign, crowd versus corona. Um, and then you um, uh, get in contact with us. When we set up the, the the license for you, you include or we give you the, the link to the invest now button, you include that on your website. And from that moment on, when everybody, when somebody clicks on that button, they are in our software and we take sure, make sure that this process of um, signing a contract between you as a startup and a an, uh, lender is, is legally compliant. And that's very hard to do, but it looks easy in the end. You will see that. And um, the the thing is that the the contract that's behind us is also comes from from our from our um, from from our network, so that is totally fitting together, and there's no room for for failure at the at the moment. What the startup has to do, it has to activate their own crowd, the network. So you gotta ask everybody, you gotta um, you gotta um, activate everybody you know so that that they know of your campaign that they can help you because i'm very sure that a lot of people want to help you and your and your company but they need to know that how and where they can help um everybody who is listening to this or watching this go down here in the show notes you'll not only find the linkedin profile of Johannes but also linked to the website talking about um, it's called crowd versus corona um, you can raise up to 400,000 euros you state there what are the limitations in terms of legal framework uh, country language um, we we started with the, the German um, speaking or the, with Germany um, to, to be precise um, because it depends on the legal framework you are in uh, the German um, country or the German regulatory framework is th 
the most developed for our software. Um, you can start up, you can, as you said, you can go up to 400,000 euro, but you have to split that up in um, 100,000 emissions. That's just a legal, um, um, legal uh, uh, constraints, yeah, thresholds, constraints that are set up by the by the government. Um, so, for example, you can put up one um, one emission with 100,000 with four percent in interest rate. The other one with 4.5 in, in interest rate. The other one with um, 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 a maturity of four years and five years. So you can mix that up so that it totally fits to your to your the the capital um, you are seeking. Um, and you can you don't have to go up to 100,000. You can uh, stop by uh, stop at 50,000. Um, but all in all, all the emissions have to stop at 400,000. And there's one thing I want to add because Jan, you just mentioned that it's mostly debt this is possible for sure you can it's it's more it's closer to debt than it's to equity but actually it's like um, a mixed form of these two uh, these two instrument it's called mezzanine capital in most of the time so um, it has some uh, characteristics of mezzanine uh, of debt so for example it has a maturity an exact time and date when it has to be when it has to be paid back for example in five years or ten years um, and it has but it has and it has a um, interest rate that can be very flexible starting with one percent going up to fifteen percent whatever it's whatever fits to your to your um, risk profile and you can add some instruments like bonus uh, interest rates when the company is coming back very strong after the, the crisis and when it makes a new uh, um, record revenues it can um, uh, it can uh, increase the, the the interest rate uh, with that so as you see it's kind of in the middle of debt and equity um, because when you um, when the company goes bankrupt all this money is um, or the, the repayment of the money would not lead to an insol insolvency of the company so that's the equity part of the of the the, uh, the cash that you raise through through your campaign um, what I would be interested as an entrepreneur is, if I raise this and this could be like a bridge financing until I get into venture capital, until I can raise another round or just pay the salaries of my employees because 400,000 can go a long way. Um, I would be interested, you need to give to the people who invest uh, like supervisory board seats, something like that. Uh, no, you, you don't have to do that. You can do that, sure. Um, but most of the fundings I've seen, they they don't think about that. Um, for most of the investors, they invest like small small sums, starting with a couple of euros. Uh, you can go up to uh, some one investor can fill can fill the whole one hundred thousand. He might has um, more questions than somebody who gives only some a couple of euros. Um, but in um, in reality, there is not such no such things than like uh, board seats or something like that. Um, what you have to do is you have to publish your um, your statement, your legal statement every year, Jahresabschluss uh, um, at the uh, at, your, at the website where you're funded with. But you have to do that anyway, um, so it's nothing special for you normally. 
meaning the balance sheet and the PL usually. But in Germany, you're still obliged to do that uh, due to regulations, and it goes into uh, Bundesanzeiger where everybody can basically search for it. So that's not a big thing. Uh, one more question. How much experience do you have with this investment tool? So how much money approximately has been raised by it? To be honest, we just, we just started the campaign. So the first campaigns will go online in a couple of days or um, in a couple of hours. So because um, the, the first campaigns are, are well, the contracts for that were closed a couple of days ago. That is very fast um but i can't tell you it's too short too far i can't tell you any uh, numbers at the moment it's just too um too soon to tell but with a similar tool uh some restaurants already raised money if i'm correct informed correctly right sure sure they didn't do that uh, during a crisis fortunately um yeah but um just to give you some recent um, success stories uh, what what you're referring to is um, a restaurant that funded 500,000 euros in a couple of weeks in in Frankfurt um, so that was all the money they were looking for um, so there was a, a total a total hit um, and just recently um, another startup from from Munich um, they're building um, electric electric cars um, it's called Zono Motors and they raised 2.5 million through the network um, and even with, when you uh, look at the whole crowdfunding campaign they did they raised over uh, 50 million at the moment and the campaign is still running so there is a lot of power in the market at the moment because what we see and what we um, what we um, forecast is that the solidarity between the customers and the companies and the startups um, is very high. It's probably higher than you, than you would expect, because in those times everybody knows that there is um, that there is not not enough revenue you're making. Um, there's not enough cash in your in your in your um, in your account that you can just go on for a couple of months without making any revenue. That's everybody understands that at the moment. Zonos uh, Motors did they use your tool as well? Yes, they did. They did. Congratulations. So basically, everybody would like to learn more, go down here in the show notes. I could only find the website in German, but I do assume it's just here. Hit the green button. Do you also have a website in English? Uh, yeah, you can you can switch from German to English when you when you um, there is a small, small flag um, on the right side of the logo when you go on the website. And then you can switch to English because they made an European wide campaign because they are uh, quite a, a bigger company. Yeah. I see. As we said, this funding could get you could be a bridge to your next venture capital funding. If I'm informed rightly, you guys are currently in a fundraising process as well. How? Did you feel the impact of COVID-19? Was it like from one moment to another, uh, the investors just stopped returning calls? Um, yeah, actually, when once you started uh, dealing with venture capital, 
um, you're always in, in funding mode actually because when you close the run around you have to to look for the new for the next round and you we always in we try to keep up the relationship with all the venture capitalists because when you come to them and the moment you need the money yeah everybody knows that's too late so it's always better when you have an ongoing talk with them um, and um, they can see that you are working good, that you are doing a good job and that you are not um, coming panically to them. OK, either you give us the money tomorrow or, yeah, we'll be run out of, we'll, out of business. That would not be very professional and it would probably hurt our valuation in the end because then you are under pressure. Um, and that's yeah, that's why we are um, in, in, in good um um, conversations with them and to be honest it's quite hard for for them and for the the, the 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 startups at the moment because this is not big news but there is a lot of uncertainty and what I experienced that most of the venture capitalists um, have to focus their their time and that's actually very close to their money on their existing portfolio so um, they can't look out for new deals so much as they did uh, weeks before. Uh, they need to be, um, they, they need to hand out cash. So some do it in kind of convertibles and that's all distracting them from their actually from their, from making new business. Um, and that's probably why it's very hard for, for when you, when you start a campaign now, when you, when you start raising money from venture capitalists, probably, very pretty hard to get to them at the moment. Um, on the other side, it's for for the uh, venture capitalists. They are raising money as well. So if you have just closed the round and you still have cash, you will be you need to invest in the next couple of weeks or months. So it's always two sides of the story because um, when you would delay your round as a startup now and would probably come back to the market in August or September. It might happen to you that the that the the venture capitalists, the venture capital funds um, that plan to invest in that in that area just couldn't raise money for themselves, and so it might be like a domino effect that in that uh, this this crisis will come to the venture capital markets in a couple of months. That's very hard to tell, and might be better than. Um, than them, some people expected, but that's what I what I heard so far. Um, did you also experience that some investors want to push down the valuation of your company? Um, generally speaking, um, they I, I've heard that some said, "Okay, it's easier for us uh, when we want to negotiate." Some we not we but what what I heard um, some actively addressed that and said okay we are we we want to work together for a couple of years so we won't use that leverage at the moment to um, to push down the valuation because um, we see that the companies actually uh, the companies are healthy that's just an exogenic shocks shocks so that nobody um, is. Um, um, it's, uh, it's nobody's fault at the moment. But on the other side, I heard some investors say, yeah, you wouldn't buy the DAX 30 for uh, 13,000 points at the moment when it's on when it's uh, devalued to eight or nine thousand at the moment. So, yeah, there might be some uh, devaluation in the market. Um, another strategy what I heard 
is that some startups just decrease their amount that they're looking for. So one VC told me that they um, advise their portfolio companies to reduce their, their rounds, their current rounds to 50%. Um, so they want to come back. Um, normally you, you raise for like 18 months. Um, so they are only raising for nine months because everybody hopes that in nine months probably the market will be back to normal and then the valuation will um, will be higher so that you don't get the, if you can do that, if um, is that they don't get the full hit on the valuation today. Hmm. We are always talking about preparing for scenarios to come out of COVID-19 again. Um, as I know, forecasts are always troublesome, especially concerning the future. It's something, for example, Kurt Tucholsky said. Um, the question is now, what type of scenarios are you guys preparing for right now? Um, yeah, what, what we did um, is that we made different scenarios. I think everybody does that at the moment. So we made some scenarios where um, the market is, um, is, is going flat. So there's probably no new revenue for, for, from, from new customers. Then we, we looked where is the current revenues, where are they coming from? What will happen to our customers if they get in trouble? What will that mean to our to our um, company? And then we made certain scenarios when there is um, a, light, a slightly increasing um, um, or a slightly back to normal um, in, in step by step. So we are preparing ourselves that we look closer than ever to our current number. So we, we check daily for how many visitors are on, the, on our website, how many leads coming coming in, how how the customer's payment is, is it is the, the, the time frame increasing um, when, uh, how in, in which in which time they are paying their their um, their uh, their how's the English word the invoices, yes, sorry. Um, how, how much, what time frame they are paying the invoices? So we are very close um, at that. We are scrutinizing that very eagerly, and at the moment we are not seeing that this is. Um, there are no no new shocking insights. Everybody is, looks quite normal at the moment. So we are pretty optimistic that this crisis will be over soon and that, that we won't be have uh, taken too much um, damage in, in those in those times. Yeah. Personal opinion. Um, I would also do it like you guys do, like continue the bad times, better times or really good times um, where we hope everybody will experience very good times, a V-shaped uh, turnaround again. And hopefully you guys tool helps uh, some startups to get to the next financing route. Everybody who'd like to learn more, go down here in the show notes. There'll be a link to your funding tool. It was a pleasure having you on even such a short notice. And as you guys realize, we both are already pretty tired. Uh, there, there are quite a lot of heavy packed working weeks right now. <laughs> yeah, you can say that, but thanks for having me again. Completely my pleasure. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing 
is Carrie.